0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. Dirt and Sprague on Football Friday.
1: Brought to you by the Odyssey app download the odyssey app follow 1080 the fan and enable push notifications to get the latest on the ducks beavers blazers and more
0: all i know is you mess with
1: me you got a problem
2: dirt and spray on 1080 the fan hey let's do this final hour dirt and Sprague here on portland sports leader 1080 the fan happy friday 995 hd2 the odyssey app we will spray the line coming up at 8 30 get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080 Shout-out to P1 Tyler. He's he's uh, bringing the heat on Twitter today. Okay. so I wanted to bring a couple things up here. One, we were just talking about the Seahawks. I'd forgotten about this. I read about it earlier this week. Uh, if the Mariners win Game 3, which we'll get to here in the final hour, if they win Game 3, which is tomorrow, Game 4 would be on Sunday, did you know that there's a clause that the Mariners and the Seahawks cannot play at the same time? Why? I don't know. Is it like that in other cities? I feel like we've had teams playing at the same time. Am I, I wrong on that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Let us five zero three two five zero ten eighty. I can't think of it. So if so, they actually had to communicate this week. So if the Mariners win tomorrow, you will get a game four on Sunday. Game four, I think, is a noon start time, something like that, for the Mariners. And the Seahawk game is scheduled to start at one o'clock. And so if if the Mariners win and there is a game four, the Seahawks have to push their start time back. Why are the Mariners not playing an evening game? Uh, Good question. I don't know. That was Uh, just the TV slot.
1: I'm assuming because game five is back in Houston the next day, so it would almost Uh... be impossible to play an evening game and and allow both teams to travel. Just saying.
2: Their their, uh, lockout paired with we're scared of football, it's just been stupid.
1: It's a 12 o'clock. yeah. Every
2: brave game has been like a ten AM or twelve o'clock game. I've gotten <laughs> zero primetime brave action. Can we get a night game here, please? Hey, I need you to go run some errands. It's cool. It's such a bad look. Man, baseball teams I, in the middle of the game. It's so embarrassing to have games start at ten o'clock in the morning. That's what you get today, by the way. So, anyways, if that's gonna be really random because I was talking about red zone viewing. I don't even know how that's gonna work television wise, but they're gonna have to start the game at like three o'clock or four o'clock. You're also a liar. The red zone's going to be on something. You're going to have no, it on. No, I your will f- not. Why would you not have it on at all? Because I will have a small screen on Astros Mariners okay. if there is a game four, yeah. and I will have the big screen on Chiefs and Bills. I'm going to put the mo- the the mojo in the air, the Soto mojo in the I air. Genuinely don't care about those games. But like, what if Arizona, Seattle, Arizona could be a fun, stupid game? That's great. I don't need it in my life. I don't oh. need it. Okay. What are we going to talk about on Monday? You watched Commies and Bears. You're not going to watch Look, the Cliff Kingsbury no, versus no, Geno no, no, Smith? No, 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 no. That was a solo standalone game. If if Cardinals and Seahawks was on last night, I would have watched it because it's sure. Thursday night football, and there's nothing. there was nothing else on outside of a college game. I just don't understand why not have it on something just in the background. In what case should I cares. kick off the screen? Because I only got two screens. I'm not going more than two screens. Why don't you put your char- phone charge with that on the screen? So you want me to ch- have my phone, my tablet, and my TV on at the same time? Yes. How do I tweet? How, do I t- how am I supposed to send out my thoughts to the listeners? T- is tweeting that important? It is. I got to be there. I got to be one with the people. How do I do that? I can't do that. Then I got to close out the screen. I got to close out the screen. I got to open my Twitter app. I got to send my tweet. Then what I got to open the app back up. To say, I like gotta be stream. the stream. I can't do that. There's too much going on. I got to send out my tweet. I might get 15 likes on this tweet. <laughs> during commercial breaks, that's what we do. What do you do during a commercial of a game? You scroll Twitter. I scratch do. myself and get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do during? Commercial all right, break. Al Bundy. No, I mean, that's the reason. Now, if there's no game four, because I think Mariners and Astros is the only game that's scheduled to play on Sunday. Well, what, is that right, Jordan? The Braves don't play Sunday? Or no, the Braves play today, They play so Saturday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, they play today and tomorrow. So they'd be the standalone. The Yankees and Guardians, I think, play today and tomorrow. Hmm. I think. It's okay to be wrong. I mean. I don't know. <laughs> ESPN's page is very, it's confusing me right now, because I looked at it. Um, We're wrong all the time. We are wrong all the time. So, there you go. Maybe there are other Game 4s. If there are other Game 4s, then I'll be watching. I can't watching believe it. you're hijacking my football Friday. Well, I'm just, I was just bringing that up. I thought that was interesting that I, they might have to move the start time. And if anybody's going, like, that's at least – is that a consolation prize for Mariner fan that maybe you could jump across the street and go to the Seahawks game what afterwards? What if the Seahawks are losing? <laughs> could, be a, if the could Hus- be a really rough day for Seahawks. If Seattle. the Huskies lose oh, God. to Arizona at home, the Mariners lose on Sunday – and then right across the street on the same day, the Mariners get eliminated from the postseason. <laughs> Seattle's getting raced by Kyler Murray. Could be a very, very tough day. I don't know if the Kraken are playing. It'd be really funny if they were because they don't appear to be a good team this year. It could be one of the all-time worst weekends in Seattle sports in some time. <laughs> it's not impossible. And the funny thing about this is while I feel bad for the Mariner tears. I know there's a part of you that's kind of getting a kick at the possibility of this. Of them getting swept? No, of the Mariners losing Sunday while the Seahawks are losing and the the Huskies lose at home to Arizona. Oh, Seattle pain brings me joy. That's what I'm saying. Mariner fans, not so much. I, I don't want Mariner fans to experience pain. Seahawks fans, yes. Husky fans, yes. Even though on Monday you were on the record saying you don't give a damn about the Mariners. You're tired of being the little brother. Uh, yeah, as a city, I absolutely am. (laughs) But, hey, I also bet the Mariners yesterday, so I was in it with the people. I was right there with you. AJ's defending you here on Twitter. He says, half of watching sports is firing off takes on Twitter. Thank you. That's what we do. Okay. Got to get the thoughts out there, man. Your wife Um, has a laptop, I'm sure. I mean, I have a laptop. That's just too much. I can't do that. That's That's too much. There's too much going on there. Can you watch four things at the same time? Because I can't. I don't watch them, but they're on, and I'll like glance to see what's going on. I mean, here's what you do. This is what I'll do in situations like that. I'll pull up the ESPN app on my phone, like while I'm scrolling Twitter and sending out my tweets with the people. I'll pull up the ESPN app and I'll check the scores. Mm. And so I'll see, like, if that's like a close game in the fourth quarter, then yes, you are right. I will flip over and see what's happening at the end of it. But I don't feel the need to watch the entire Panther Rams game. I kind of hope. That's it, a horrible game. The Rams stink right now. I and know. the Panthers might be the worst team in the NFL. Oh, and they're starting P.J. Walker. They're starting P.J. Walker. Like that's, Steve Wilkes. I've seen that before. That is horrible. Um, I kind of hope that it does get pushed because there's nothing I enjoy more than watching Red Zone and Scott Hansen's warning of, Okay, now, just in case you're tuning in, this game (laughs) appears to be going. We legally cannot go past 4.30 Pacific. So when we sign off, flip on over to CBS. you got to change the channel. We're off at 4.30. I love a good Scott Hansen channel-changing headline. I do, too. It's really good. You know what my favorite moment of Sunday is? Every Sunday, there's the 90-second window, maybe longer than that, that I think to myself, all my bets are going to cash. Like, every yeah. everybody hits that point where every parlay you got, like so, like the red zone bounces touchdown to touchdown to touchdown, and they were all teams you bet on, and you're just feeling like like you're walking on clouds. And then the witching hour comes, and all of your dreams are dashed. You're really good at this, so I'm going to kind of put this on you, even though it's kind of my idea. Uh-huh. I like to text you guys on Sundays. I don't get a lot of love back. It's kind of a lot of me. <laughs> yeah, you send your thoughts. Swag just. I don't even know if he's swag alive half the time. I respond more than Swag does now. You do, but you also take five hours to respond with like a ha-ha response. <laughs> Not even like an actual thought. It's just a ha And That's funny. I, just I think it'd be it. fun to chime in in those moments because I did this last weekend. I wanted to gamble on Vikings minus the seven. You did against the Bears. All week. And then I didn't put it in Sprague line. The Vikings start off like 21 nothing. And I text you guys, I loved it, I'm an idiot, why didn't I take it? I had the Vikings in so many things, and a standalone bet at 7, at minus 7. And then what happened? They blew the lead. It'd be funny to send out the text of, like, just create a Twitter account almost of, like, our group feed, what you we thought, said. You thought you won. The the Twitter account is, you thought you won. <laughs> And it's your thoughts in the middle of a bet that you have where you're feeling good, and then the final does not cover. It's so funny because when you texted that, I almost immediately responded, thank God I didn't bet Falcons plus the 11 because they were down 21 (laughs) to nothing at the time. And I loved that game all week, and I didn't end up taking it. And then they ended up covering the spread. Somebody said, my inability to multitask is hilarious. Wait till you have kids dirt. Like, look, that is true. I'm not a good multitasker. I get overwhelmed sometimes, and when there's a game, a lot of this though has to do with the quality of Chiefs and Bills. You get anxiety about having. There's like too much. Like I can't. Like I feel like I'm going to miss something. Like there's (laughs) there's a lot going on. That's a great poll question. Do you get anxiety? I do. Yeah. Having to watch (laughs) multiple sports. Dude, this is what I talked about last Saturday. I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. I was like flipping. The Mariners were coming back. The Huskies were in the fourth quarter. It's like, what do I watch? I don't know where to go. What's happening? I'm overwhelmed, dude. I'm panicking. I'm freaking out. I but a lot of this though has to do with the quality of Chiefs and Bills. Like that's such a good game that I don't want to be distracted away from that. I, this is why I don't need those other games on my screens. I don't need I don't need like greatness on one screen and then like poop sandwiches on the other. It's not necessary. You live such a privileged life to say <laughs> I feel overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. What's going and on? Someone says, what's wrong? I have three sporting events that I don't know how to watch. I don't know how to watch them. I want to watch them all, but I can't watch them all. And if I watch them all, I'm not going to pay attention to the other two. It's just too much, man. Well, we didn't even get to the NFL weekend there. Uh, other games you're excited for? Probably Ravens and Giants, interesting. I think the Ravens are going to win. Is college football college football more exciting this weekend than the NFL? See, and this is a hard one because I actually really like the NFL slate. Uh, Cowboys I think it's good, too. Cowboys-Eagles is a great Sunday night game. Bill's Chiefs, we talked about a ton, as I just mentioned. The Giants, I don't think the Giants are any good, but they're 4-1, and they're hosting the Ravens, so I'm excited about that game. Um, outside of that, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's kind of your weekend. I would argue, though, college football with the showdowns of unbeatens, and that doesn't even include a really exciting USC-Utah game. I think college football takes the cake this weekend. Hmm. Well, we also might end up with a Bama blowout, a Michigan blowout, a Utah blowout. like You very well could. That's what college gives us far more than the NFL. And why I kind of like the NFL a little more is college lends itself to, oh man, this game, let's talk about this game. Hey, this game. And then the game is played and it's like, that game sucked. Yeah, you get that a lot in college football. Hopefully it doesn't happen this weekend. We'll have some more thoughts on that. I got a a stat, though. I mentioned P1 Tyler. He's he's bringing the heat. I got a stat for you that he sent that's going to make you feel better about your beams. Yeah, I don't know if that really helped me. I saw that stat. Okay, well, I'll throw it out there. Maybe the stat ends up being correct, but it didn't make me feel... Okay, well, I'll throw it out there. We'll dive in a little bit more into that game, because that's a pivotal game for both teams in Washington State and Oregon State. Take a look at the weekend in college football. That is next on The fan.
3: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray, Brought
1: to you by the Odyssey app. On
0: 1080 The Fan.
2: Well, we talked a lot about it earlier in the show. Oregon State, Washington State, tomorrow night down in Corvallis. Six o'clock kick on the Pac-12 Network. The sun's probably still going to be up by the time that game starts. That's good. I mean, and there's, you know. Better than 8 o'clock. Beautiful sunsets in Reser Stadium. 6 o'clock's actually okay. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with 6 o'clock kicks. Well, that's actually working out for me. I, was, I wanted to go to the coast. My wife's going out of town, so I'm on father duty all weekend um, alone, um, which is fine, but I'm timing everything. Like, Pumpkin Patch will be had paired with watching some of these good games, paired with dadding a little bit, and then it would be nice to settle down. You know, dinner will be a really easy, good dinner. And uh, old daddy's going to have a nice little uh, whiskey and beavers on te- television night. Let's go, beavers! Yeah, I'm going to do the uh, – we're going to Bend this weekend. Oregon's not playing, so i don't got to work this weekend. That's kind of the thing is I'm kind of glad your team's got to buy. Yeah, my team's got to buy, so you don't really have to – you don't have to worry about paying attention to them for show purposes. And I'm, I'm going to load everything up on the DVR, and I'm hoping to be done with whatever activities we got going tomorrow by 5 o'clock. And then I could watch USC, Utah, Oregon State, Washington State, and then catch up on the other college games at night. I'll tell you sometimes what I do, and I I, I don't do it every weekend, but if I have like, you know what, I'm going to do this this weekend, and I don't care, I will DVR a game, and one of my traditions has become I wake up super early Sunday guy. Yeah. I like to get stuff done. We've had some London games, so that's been nice. But, like, I wake up at, you know, it's late for us, but early on a Sunday, 530 like to wake up at a 45, Kind of meander down, wake and bake, nice little iced coffee. Get my day going. You got to get some stuff done, man. And that's when I catch up on my DVR because the NFL is still about five hours away from starting. You got a lot of time, and on Sunday mornings, good point. So we had this uh, stat text to us from, uh, or tweeted to us from P1 Tyler. He said he, he heard the stat earlier this week that favorites in the Pac twelve at home mm. on the year. So home favorites, okay, twenty seven and one straight up. The only loss was when Arizona State lost to Eastern Michigan, and that got Herm Edwards fired. That's the only time a Pac-12 team has been favored at home. Now, I'm not saying cover the spread. There's just outright win. Oh, outright. Not cover the spread. Outright win. Uh, well, so 28 I mean, yeah. times a Pac-12 team has been a favorite at home, and 27 of those 28 teams have won. Oregon State is what this weekend? Home. And they are? Uh, favorite. Boom. So they might not cover the number. <laughs> They might not cover the number. I'm more sure the number because we do Pac 12 picks against the spread, not the Pac 12 picks money line. Uh, Look, I I think Oregon State's got a great shot. I'm just nervous because, one, I've watched Washington State. I don't know why, but Luke Falk, we go all the way back to the Luke Falk era. I remember that game vividly. He was a redshirt freshman, and they had to have him start. He was like their third or fourth string quarterback, and his first start was in Corvallis. He lit him up. And ended up becoming actually one of the all-time Pac-12 passing leaders. And so since then, if you go look at the rivalry or the matchup, it's largely favored Washington State. There's not a whole lot of success there for Oregon State. And I've also been, uh, you know, just through Mark Banker years and, you know, a decade plus, mobile quarterbacks always bite Oregon State. They always leave you fearful. I'll even go back to the Boise State game. Now, Oregon State was dominating Boise State... But then they put that backup kid, who they've already replaced, by the way. Mm-hmm. They put this backup kid, and he's prancing like a gazelle for 80 yards, and he cuts the game to like a 10-point lead. And even in that moment, I was like, oh, no. Mobile quarterback, Oh, one three and out away." <laughs> Mobile quarterbacks scare every Oregon State fan ever. And so now you have Cam Ward coming in. He's got big boom-bust mentality plays. But if he does not throw picks, his legs and his ability in the pocket – to extend plays, is going to scare the living hell out of me. And I'm sorry. That's too many points. I might be wrong, and Oregon State blows them out, but this matchup's not gone well for Oregon State in the last few years, and mobile quarterback paired with that just scares me even more. And I'm not going to allow, I will not allow a Treshaun Harrison, amazing play by him, to overlook the fact that they were severely outplayed in that Stanford game, and Stanford's not good. No. So, you know, maybe this is their get-right game. We're back home. We're in our beds. We're feeling good on campus. Maybe that's what it will be. But I'm sorry. I'm the guy rocking an Oregon State hoodie this morning, (laughs) terrified that they're going to lose this game. It is funny. There's two games in the Pac-12 this weekend. that feels like the spreads are reverse of what they should be. Like If you asked me to be a, a Vegas handicapper, I would make Washington State a slight favorite over Oregon State. You would? I would. Wow, I, I would just the knock the number just, down. I'd knock it to like sure. one, one and a half. And I I would have Washington State be a one, one and a half point favorite. I just think they've looked better the last couple of weeks. And then I would have USC be a favorite over Utah. Like, those two lines are, are unique to me. They're interesting to me. I did not realize this, and maybe you've said this this week and it just slipped through and I didn't pay attention, and maybe you know this off the top of your head. You know the last time Oregon State beat Washington State? Because I did not know it. I just pulled it up because you had mentioned the history, and I was like, yeah, that's right. It's been a while, huh? Yeah. It it surprised me. Um, It's going to be something more recent than I remember. Or is it? Is it like two thousand and nine, two thousand and thirteen? Yeah, they've lost eight straight to Washington State. Hey, thank you for proving. I didn't even look at the history. I didn't realize I it just was that bad. Tell you every year I've seen that game since Luke Falk, eight in a row. I have not felt good about that matchup, You're and not, it doesn't matter if it's Leach, if it's Rolovich, <laughs> if it's Dickert. I hate the matchup. They're always good. They're always good against us. I don't know what it is. It is it that is that blew me away. I knew that Washington State's had their number as of late, but if you would have asked me, oh, they had to have gotten them in like, I don't know, twenty two thousand eighteen or something like that. So remember the last couple of years you had the thirty one twenty four final last year, and that was the game Oregon State got off to a decent start. They threw it a little too much, chance threw a bad pick in the end zone. Stop if you've heard that before. Washington State pulls it out. year before that, it was back in Corvallis. That was the COVID year. I don't remember a lot about that game. And then in 2019, remember, that was the year Oregon State was a game away from going to a bowl game in 2019, and they lost it 54-53, and they blew the lead. And they had a chance. That would have been their sixth win on the season, and they would have gone to a bowl game that year. So the last time Oregon State beat Washington State was in 2013 in Pullman. They won 52-24. They blew them out. So an eight-game winning streak for the Cougs. Yeah. And and, and, and Washington State, I mean, you know, everybody was on upset alert last weekend with Washington State at USC, and to their credit, they were leading. They just kind of came up short and couldn't stop the running attack of uh, one uh, die in USC. But everybody kind of has a consensus feel on that team, don't they? Don't we all think that they're good? Yes. And so, like, anytime you're facing a good team and you're not playing your best football and you're playing a backup, it, it's it's a little nerve wracking here, and I'm just hoping that the the home mojo. Uh, I was offered a ticket by a listener, and I'm like, dude, it's literally the worst week, and my wife's going out of town. I'm on father duty all weekend. Ah, take the kids. No, it's like a one ticket thing. Nah. and I I, I want to go. It, I think it's going to be a good atmosphere, but yeah, that program just scares the hell out of me so we'll see if they get in the streak i didn't realize it had been eight in a row for washington state over oregon state uh that game tomorrow at six o'clock on the pac-12 network let's get to spring and the line get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080 we'll do some gambling. we'll do it next first here is jordan with sports center
3: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague. Brought to
1: you by the Odyssey app. On
0: 1080 The Fan.
2: Sprague the line. Breaking the line. breaking the line. (laughs) You're right over there? You okay? Just (laughs) deathly afraid. Deathly afraid of my picks this weekend. Yeah, me too, man. I hate having a bad weekend. I love to get the flack from the listeners, okay? That's the fun part about this segment. But I legitimately, I want people that make fun of me in this segment to know, as you make fun of me or think about making fun of me, I am sitting on my couch at the end of Sunday genuinely pissed yep. if my picks are below 500 or i'm winless well this is why like you give me flack about doing nothing but nfl games because i we've actually have really good records on Pac-12 picks this year but i gotta have to me i gotta if i'm giving out picks i gotta have skin in the game you need juice is like what i bet, i told everybody to bet the over on thursday night football last night we were gonna will it to be a doozy and it did not it did not go well but guess what guess who lost money with you raising my hand <laughs> i told you to bet the mariners Guess you also bet the Mariners? I we, did. We did it together. We lost money together. You know what we do? We ride together, we die together, we're bad boys for life. Yeah, that's, okay? that's, that's, that's how we roll. I'm and Will Smith, though. I'm all right with that. You're taller. Okay. Martin Lawrence is shorter. You're funnier. Thank you. Is Martin Lawrence funnier than... I, yeah, he's funnier than He's Will a Smith. stand-up comedian. I mean, Will Smith was a good comedic actor, though. Yeah, but if you did a... I mean, a whole question okay. on that. Martin Lawrence is winning that, right? What was the last time Martin Lawrence did anything. Is he still around? I don't think he need Bad Boys Three. Are they doing a Bad Boys Three? Did it, it already come did. out? No, oh, really. <laughs> was it any How good? How many drugs do you do every was it any week? good? Was Bad Boys Three any good? I never heard I never saw it. I- did it really already come out? It came out like a year or two ago.
0: Yeah. It was oh, like oh, an
2: Amazon Prime or a Hulu or something. Was it really? Was- or maybe it was a theatrical <laughs> release. I don't know. Yeah, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. Michael I- Bay. Is as as, as twenty twenty came out twenty twenty as Michael Bayish as Bad Boys Two was. I mean seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. I liked Bad Boys Two, and I did not need or want a Bad Boys Three. What was Bad Boys Three anyway? Was it just know. a bunch of product placement for two hours the way Michael Bay does a movie, <laughs> drinking a bunch of Heinekens? <laughs> Listener's very upset about your rhythm on Spraying the Light. He'll be better next week. Well, there, there's a reason for the rhythm. He'll be he'll be better. We were having an off air conversation, and Shut I up. never know. Shut up. Spring of Lion brought to you by 69, something you're far less likely to get after uh wait hold on, let me start over. <laughs> hold on. Start over. And action. Spring of Lion brought to you by 69, something you're far less likely to get than an 86 after betting all your money on a Sprague pick. That's for an audience that has no idea. No clue what I'm talking about. But if you got because you're getting 86 by your company. If you were not – i don't, I've never even heard anybody say 86 is like getting booted out. I mean, I guess so. technically getting fired is getting 86. I mean, you're getting booted, yeah. You're getting booted. Uh, I, as somebody who worked in the grocery industry, I'm very familiar with the 86 phrase. They use that a lot. It's hip in the grocery game. Well, what if you were getting 86 they gave you a 69? <laughs> If you missed the opening segment today, go back and check it out. Sprague Live brought to you by Subway and the new Spraguewich sandwich. It's a sandwich full of juicy meats, but we'll leave you wishing you would have avoided it. It's spicy. Did you see some Seah- Seahawk fan this weekend mash together the Russell Wilson? I did see that, yeah. Yeah. I did see that. Because they mashed together the Mariners pitching to Jordan Alvarez with Robbie Ray. You ever done anything dangerous? <laughs> and then they show the home run, and then they... Ooh. <laughs> and then they show the highlight in the background of Russ talking, him throwing a pick. I was like, I have to. It's like man, that's people have tough. too many too much time on their hands. Spraying the line, brought to you by Stretch Zone, where Sprague's picks are as strong as Jordan's calf. Ooh, ouch! That's a that's wow. a stray. Jordan <laughs> just got, Jordan just wow. got a stray. <laughs> Welcome into Spraying the Line, Jordan. <laughs> Spraying the Line, fired. brought to you by Ron Rivera. Sprague will make his picks on Friday. Then on Monday, say he meant to bet the other way. That's not what I was talking about, guys. Stop throwing him under the bus, Jordan. I follow you on Twitter. I didn't know you had a Twitter account. I follow you. You don't tweet.
1: I'm not. I, I tried tweeting, but it, people didn't care. I, I mean, but now that I'm here on 1080, <laughs> the fan, maybe people will care. I we I'm care, more of a YouTube guy. I so. care. I want your tweets. I man. mean, I, I got 17,000 subs on YouTube, so that's where I do yeah, all my content. But oh my yeah, Twitter brag, has yeah. been on existence. Yeah,
2: drop insane. that number. Just pick it's it up right geez here. Geez, we it live, brought to you by Phil Mickelson. According to our numbers, Sprague's picks are actually beating Vegas, and I'm glad to be on his side. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Huh? I actually didn't talk to Alan Chipnock. No, I never did it. Wait, the interview I apologized for doing. Yeah, no, I didn't do that interview. I don't know what you're talking about. Boy, What a turn, right? God, wait, what a turn. I mean, me- he that. used that off the record, and <laughs> then it turned into I didn't talk to him. You know what the funny thing is? is I follow Alan Shipnuck on Twitter. This is so golf nerdy. we got to get our picks in. We're already running late. He, he was r- driving or picking his kids up or something from, like, school when Phil Mickelson called to do that interview. And so he had his kid drive because he was talking on the phone. He's like, I need to do this interview for the book. I just got Phil Mickelson on the phone. His kid took a Snapchat a picture of his dad with talking to Phil Mickelson screen? on the phone, <laughs> and he's like, "Dad's doing some dumb interview with Phil Mickelson." It's like circa three years ago. It's like, "You idiot!" There's proof out there. Sprague so right Live brought to you by tonight's Major League Baseball playoff games. Of course, Sprague will be watching returns uh, or reruns of Gilmore Girls while eating a medium pizza. Wow. Yeah, my, my, you're anti-Braves. You're anti-baseball. It's okay. I'm anti-Braves. You are. I think so. Strider on the mound today, yeah. baby. The stash is going. Yeah um all right let's get to spring line here we go last week it was a rough week everybody had a rough week swag was two and one but whatever he's only five and ten on the year well we have a swag thing to determine too and listeners can help us with that he has not sent his picks in we'll get to that in a moment uh kt was one and two you were one and two i was oh two and one i pushed on the chargers lost on my other bets you hit on the 49ers lost on the dolphins at oregon state swag hit on asu and the KC vegas over missed on oklahoma and then Kevin Todd hit on TCU that was a lucky cover too minus six and a half against Kansas and then he missed on Duke and Tampa so season standings uh technically I'm still in first by a tie because I'm eight six and one okay you were eight and seven Kevin Todd is seven and eight and Jason Swigard. It's 5-10. and ten. The floor is yours. I think if we go 0-2-1, because and 3 sucks, but 0-2-1 is a special kind of hell. I think we need that to start is, yeah. calling that a Targaryen. A Targaryen? You're okay. kissing your uncle. Okay, I'm cool with that. I had a Targaryen last we week. We had a Targaryen week, and it's not great. Not good. Uh, let's start in the NFL. Sadly, there's going to be some like-minded thought here on maybe a pick or two. I, I have to take this game. Uh, we had Kim Barkley on every Thursday from You Better You Bet. He is one of the best in this business. Go watch a show with him and Nick Costos. He made a great point. New England's got a real run. And in October, they pick up better football. Their schedule kind of lines up to go on a run year, even with Bailey Zappi. And they're getting two and a half. We get to juice it to three because we get the half point play on Spragan the line. I'm getting New England plus three at Cleveland. Why? Why am I trusting Jacoby Brissett? They can run the football, but Belichick likes to do what? Well, play defense. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I'm going to take New England plus the three here just out of principle of how Cleveland lost last weekend. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned we're going to have similar picks. I have nothing to add. I'm all over the Pats. When Barkley gave us that note yesterday, I've been eyeballing that game all week. It didn't make sense. New England's played better the last two weeks. They, they damn near beat Green Bay at Lambeau Field, and then they took on an offense that nobody could stop in the NFL and completely shut them down. I don't care who plays the quarterback, although I'd argue – you're feeling a little bit better with Bailey Zappi right now, than you are Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi. I don't played. think it matters. They he's run the ball. Okay. They play defense. They going to run the ball, play defense. Uh, so much for all those concerns about their offensive coordinator. All he's got to do is call the run play over and over and over again and play good defense. That's how the Pats win. And I'm with you. I'm all over Pats plus two and a half. I'd even look at the under in this game to be honest with you. Yeah. Are you? Are, so you're buying a half point in this game then to get it to three? Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, ju- I'm gonna juice uh, it to three. Are you not? I'm not. I'm taking two and a half, baby. I love it. Okay. Uh, my next game, I'm, I'm going to go with the game that should be prime time, but it, it's going to be a standalone game on my television. How do you not gamble on Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes playing football? You have to. It's fun. It's already the best quarterback matchup we have. I'm getting the Chiefs at home with three. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take my chances. Oh, okay. Buffalo is a hell of a team. I have Buffalo winning the Super Bowl, but I think Kansas City can get them. I think that defense is going to give them some plays. I think they're going to scheme around what D- Buffalo does. And I'm going to take Kansas City here getting points for the first time ever at home with Patrick Mahomes. Quarterback. As somebody who took home the first tie and spreading the line last week, I actually don't want to juice some of these lines because I'd rather lose the tie. <laughs> like, you don't want a Targaryen. I would rather have lost that tra- The Chargers should have lost that game. I should have lost that yeah, bet. It, yeah, you're, like, right, I, you're right. I don't want that tie. I don't want that tie on my record. It didn't feel good. No, That's a bad tie. I don't tie. want that money back. Take my money. I don't want my money. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go pick number two. I'm gonna stick in that game, but I'm not gonna take the Chiefs or the Bills. I don't want a rooting interest in it. I have no animosity towards either team. They're both fun to watch. I love the quarterbacks. This is the most obvious pick of the week. Maybe it doesn 't hit, but last week to me, the most obvious pick all week was 49ers at Panthers. That was the America pick. Everybody loved the 49ers the 49ers easily covered. It was over at the end of the first quarter. You knew you were winning that bet. This is the obvious pick this week i didn 't take the bait last week, and I was pissed i didn't i 'm taking the bait this week it 's the over now the, the number is fifty four and a half i 'll take it down to fifty or excuse me fifty four i 'll take it down to fifty three and a half I just I, how does this game not end 34-31? How does this game not end 35-28? I 38-30. I just, I don't see it. I don't see these defenses slowing either of these quarterbacks down. I'm all over the over of 53-and-a-half in Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, I want to, for the programming note, I was all over Tennessee plus the seven and a half a on Monday. I have reversed my thought on that game. Alabama's down to 7. I think Bryce Young plays, and if he does, I think it could be brutal. Everybody's on Tennessee. So I just want, for the record to show... I have flipped my thinking in that game. I'm not spreading the line on it. Okay. Uh, I am going to spread the line on a, a nice little game here. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Boy, this game. You taking game is my okay. Jags? You taking my Jags? We're riding the Jags. Let's go, baby. Jags minus two, baby. I'll take it all day. Uh, plus two. Aren't they a dog? Jags plus two. There you go. I'll bump that to two and a half. Okay. You buy that half point. No, it. I'll take it at plus two. They're okay. going to win outright. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I got a little uh, underdog moneyline parlay. I'm thinking about Pats. Jags are in there. I'm surprised you're on the, the Jags this week after they let you down so awfully. High. We ride together. We die together. All right, we're Jags for life. Also, the Jags versus the Colts. It's always a tough matchup. For they the own Colts. Them. And I know the record doesn't look that bad. Again, alert. This could be a Frank Reich gets fired game. Yeah. That, that team is a disaster. They're not looking good right now. My last pick, I'm going to take another underdog that's undefeated against the number this year and another game that I liked last week that I, I kind of balked at it the last second. That ah No, don't take it. Kyle Pitts isn't playing. The Falcons are back at home this week. They're taking on the 49ers. The conventional wisdom in this game screams what? The 49ers are going to blow them out. They're the better team. They just blew out Carolina. There's no chance, right? Well, the 49ers, they have those clunkers. Every year, there's one or two, three games. You're just like, what? Ah. What? That's a close game? Doesn't make sense. And their defense is incredibly banged up. They're without half their starting defense. Mosley's out for the year. They got all sorts of guys banged up. Six of their 11 starters. Six of their 11 starters. Not going to play this weekend. And so the Falcons, I don't know if they win this game outright. I'm not that bold to, to put money on that. But they're a covering machine. Even when they're down, they were down 21 nothing last week, and they still covered the number. And damn near won the game if they don't get screwed on one of the worst calls in NFL history. Uh, give, me the, give me the Falcons, plus 5.5 at home against the 49ers. So... Here's our dilemma. Well, actually, you know what? I'll tell you the dilemma in the final yeah, segment. Let's, we're let's long. just go over and we'll uh, bring So it back. here you go. KT's picks. Well, he didn't join us, but he texted him this morning. He's on Utah minus three against USC. He's on Clemson minus three at Florida State. That's a good little game this weekend, too. I didn't really uh, realize. And he's on the Eagles minus six against the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. I love that Eagles pick. I'm a deathly afraid of it, though. In the same, I way. love it, too. I'm not going to place it because I keep losing money on the Cowboys. Uh, Sprague and I are both on the Pats. I'm taking up a two and a half. Sprague did a juice it up to three. Uh, Sprague is on KC plus three against Buffalo. And then the Jags plus two over the Colts. And then my other two picks are the over 53 and a half in KC Buffalo and the Falcons plus five and a half. Against the 49ers. There you go. Spraying the line every Friday at 8.30. Let's close it up. We'll send you your weekend. Our dilemma. And hey, Mariner fan, how you feeling? We'll close it up there next on The Fam.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Sprague.
1: Brought to you by the Odyssey app.
0: On 1080 The Fan.
2: Fist right into the weekend every single Friday. So here's our dilemma. Swag's out all week. He'll be back on Monday. And uh, he has not had his, he does not send his spring in the line picks in yet. We don't have picks. The show's going to close here in five minutes. Yeah. And you want, to go, you want to say, if he doesn't get his picks in in time, by the end of the show, it's an 0 for, automatic 0 for 3. Well, I said by the time my tweet was done, my tweet is ready to hit send on. It I have is. everybody's picks with the records. I do it every week. I put a nice little funny gif on it, and Thank there you. you go. There's the idiot's picks for the week. You can laugh at us when we get them all wrong. Here's my thinking, okay? And I wonder where listeners are at on this. They're largely with us because he is a bet welcher. That he is. He's got an awful reputation of not paying off a bet that's pretty simple to buy, to pay off. I think he should get no pick credit, even if he texts us in at 11 a.m. today. I think he should drop to an automatic 0 for three. He texted us yesterday. His Pacto Pixie texted us at like five o'clock in the morning. 5:24 a.m. I got a text from Swag of what games he liked in the Pac-12 with the spread. And that's on you. When you're out, you got to make your picks. We all take vacation from time to time. We're gone. you got to get your picks in. I'm out the week that the 49ers are at the Seahawks. December 15th is a Thursday night football game. I'm out that Friday. I'm going to that game. I will give you my picks after Thursday's show because I know what it's like when you're on vacay where you it's forget. like, yo, your picks. right? And so it's a bad feeling. I do nothing but bad picks when I do that show. And so my thinking is, if you can give me your Pac-12 picks... At 5 a.m. on a Thursday, it's 8.51. I know you're awake. That's on you. You should be held accountable. You're a bed welcher. <laughs> I think he goes to an 0 for 3. That's my thinking. All right. I, I I second this motion. Listeners, what do you think? Should it be an automatic O for 3 for swag? He's got three more minutes before the show's over, and we're sending out that tweet. And by the way, he works on his vacation, which is his choice. He yeah. doesn't stand up for himself in that regard. He does. He sent Jordan a sh- uh, a work email yesterday, and Jordan was like, "Yo, he sent me an email at five twenty a.m. on Thursday. <laughs> like, you can't tell me he's not away. He's up. He's up. He's where." So I think he. I think it's deserved. We also texted at like eight fifteen looking for his picks. I said, "Hey, what are your spreading live picks?" No response. Eight fifty two, nothing. No That's response. on him. I think he goes to an zero and three slate. He's five and ten. KT could go three and zero today, and you can make an argument that he has already lost that bet. <laughs> Because KT will have gone if he goes three and 10 and eight, and Swag will drop to a five and thirteen record. With zero and three, this is a pivotal week for him. He finally had an above five hundred week for the first time. You'd think he'd be excited about the momentum that he created for himself. Well, yeah. I know. I hate to say this. We all have similar picks of other people in the business. I didn't want to say this on the air last week. He took all his picks from our betQL model. He did. He needs winners, man. He he's didn't desperate. just go and find his own games that he liked. He's de- he's desperate for winners, man. Uh, somebody said no participation trophies. He gets a zero. Yep. Another one make him o two and one slap in the face. Give him a tie. Give him a Targaryen. <laughs> give him a Targaryen. A Targaryen out of the weekend. All right. Well, we'll see what we end up deciding on that. Uh, Mariners lost a tough one yesterday. Game three of that series is coming up tomorrow. And it's the first home playoff game in forever in Seattle.
1: And Jordan, how you feeling, buddy? How you doing in there? You got your Mariner gear on. How you, how you feeling? I'm wallowing in it. I hope they win. Not confident they're going to win the series. They, they're, they're magic against the Blue Jays. They just, they've just they run into a great team, and yeah. their bullpen is not made to pitch as amazing as they did in the middle of the season in October. It's just not set up to. I'm afraid they're going to get swept.
2: Kirby's on the hill. He's taking on McCullers. Yeah. You know what? You guys got it. You got to figure out a way to get Peña out. That guy's killing you.
1: He is killing he him. He
2: keeps getting on base and letting Jordan Alvarez hit with two outs. Yep. He was the guy. He extended it in the last a game. Two strike count. He gets his uh, hit on a hanging slider. And then that ball that dropped. I mean, that was kind of on Julio. I, I love Julio. That was kind of on Julio. The bloop that led to the Alvarez home run that gave him the lead. That He could have made a play on that ball. It was a miss, I think it was him and Adam Frazier, I believe, that kinda were kinda between. No man's laying there. Get penny out, damn it. Game three tomorrow. Also stop pitching to Alvarez. Just put him on base. Take Just your put chances. Him on base. Just damn beat him. It. Just beat him in the back every time. I can't wait for the start though. I mean that's good for them. They're gonna a whole playoff game. That place is gonna be hopping. It's gonna be great. Uh, you got all four playoff games, I believe, being played tomorrow. I think, right? Am I right on that? I, I think so. Correct. Yeah. You got three today: Guardians and Yankees starting at ten, Braves Phillies at one thirty. Game three in that game. Game two and Guardians and Yankees. That game got canceled yesterday. And then game three in San Diego, Dodgers and Padres. So enjoy the baseball playoffs. Enjoy the college football. It's a great slate of college football this weekend. Enjoy the NFL. It's going to be awesome. Go beeves Go Beavs. We'll see if they can get that win. Bring back Benny, damn it, and uh, enjoy it, man. We'll talk to you on uh, Monday at noon, or excuse me, Monday at 6 a.m. If you miss any of the show, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at it's break, and at 1080thefan. Talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Collins next, listening to 1080 The fan.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.